Everybody, welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Talking to Jimmy Allen yesterday. He's training to be on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. About to be the first episode. And I was just like, take care of your feet. Because once you lose your feet, you're done. Because you can't get them back. You have to practice every day. And if you have foot injury, you don't have three days to let it heal. So how do you take care of them? Massage? Mm, Epsom salt? Uh, lots of socks. Oh, take bra- okay. I mean, it's, it's a very foot-heavy show. Mm-hmm. But I'm rooting for them. He, he might have the wrong attitude about this show, though. Uh-oh. Why? Well, he's like, you know what? This is just going to be a good experience. And I'm, gonna, it's just, I'm just taking so much. I'm like, no. We, we're there to win, buddy. <laughs> we have one goal. It's come home with that trophy or nothing. But Jimmy's like a good guy. Got good balance in his life. Yeah. And I'm like, no. We, if we don't come home with a trophy, we don't come home. <laughs> we. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Him, 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 him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he's. Um, and they're not announcing who their partners are for Dancing with the Stars until the show starts. But he has a really good one. Um, it's not Sharna. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah, it's not Sharna. But I'm excited. I, you know, I never watched the show until I was on it, and then I always watched the first couple, or unless we have a friend on it, like Lauren Elena was on it. You know, I watched her. Went to the, you know, premiere and finale. Last year was COVID year. I didn't watch much of it. Mm-mm. But I hope Jimmy does well. R- really rooting for him. It's fun to like re-experience it because I can go like, hey, yeah, it's okay to want to cry <laughs> and, and really be bad at it. Uh, Elvis Presley's hair. Was auctioned off for $72,500. Ooh. Wow. A baseball-sized clump of hair that came from the head of Elvis sold for seventy-two grand. <laughs> and I wonder if they could Jurassic Park this. What you mean? Well, they took a little bit of DNA, created and those dinosaurs. What if there's an island, they create a whole island of Elvises, and we go, and everywhere you go, there's like an Elvis. This is a bunch of Elvis singing. Hey, buddy, mama, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the check-in. That might be scary. Uh, this is our bellhop, Elvis. Hey, buddy, mama, put your bag up here. Right over there is fat Elvis. Hey, there you go, pretty mama. <laughs> but uh, it's like a little jar. Huh. And, again, and they've authenticated it, I guess? It's his old barber. Oh, okay. I, and I don't know how you compare it right. to other hair. But the auction house said the baseball-sized clump of hair was collected over the course of multiple haircuts by Homer Gilliland, his personal barber for more than two decades. The hair was kept in a plastic bag who gifted it to target uh, Thomas Morgan, a close friend. Wow. I mean, kind of creepy of the hairdresser. Like, every time Elvis goes and gets them done, he's like, don't mind if I do. This in the (laughs) trash, this one's in my bag. Yeah. A little bit (laughs) bit for me. A little bit for me. (laughs) I mean, huh. There was also the jumpsuit. The, the yeah. one of the real crazy ones sold for a million bucks. Wow! Whoa! Now that's a whole lot of money, but at least that's kind of cool. If you have, like, if you're just loaded, loaded, and you can do, you know how they do jerseys in a glass? Yes. Yeah. Like if you could do an Elvis jumpsuit in, in a glass, jet, though, Buzz, you'd wear that, right? Like, no, I wouldn't wear it. on display. I wouldn't want my armpit stains. Oh man! First Friday nights, thing, I'd turn some music on and like start dancing. You'd put it on. What's up, everybody? Glad you guys are hanging out. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I haven't really lived with roommates before, but recently I allowed my best friend to move in with me so she could save some money. While most things are going well, there's one issue we've been butting heads over. I go out of my way travel to a certain store to pick up my favorite cookies, which aren't cheap and can't be found anywhere. Yesterday, 
She saw me eating them, asked for one. But I said, no, these are my cookies. Oh. She accused me of being selfish for not being willing to share. But I don't think I'm wrong. These are special cookies. <laughs> like I said, you can't find them anywhere. Plus, how selfish could I be if I'm letting her live with me? Do you think I'm being selfish? Should I just suck it up and buy more so she can enjoy them too? Signed, Jen. <laughs> I'll say this, Jen. I- when you're a roommate with someone, especially if you're friends, and it's not just a business deal, there are certain concessions you have to make, like your fancy cookies, yeah. just occasionally. There, there are. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're being a little selfish. Now, there are things you're going to expect from her, too, at times. Or, hey, would you mind letting the dog out? I'm not going to be home. Anything that you know, you're know you doing for her, you're going to expect back from her just through that relationship of living together. You have cookies. She has, who knows? One day, you never know. Shampoo. Oh, yeah, nice shampoo. Something you need at some point. Yes, I'm sure these are, honestly, I'd like a cookie like this. I don't even know what it is, but I'm intrigued. (laughs) Well, I need to know. Yeah, like I'm up for a fancy cookie myself. Yeah. Um, I, it's tough when you've never had roommates to have a roommate and then understand, oh, I got into it with a roommate that I had once because she wrote notes and I'd eat a piece of bread from the bread. She'd be like, that'd be 18 cents. And I was like, no, I'll just go buy more bread. She's like, that'd be 18 cents. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is the relationship we're going to live. And I, I then understood the role. So just know this. If you say, you cannot eat my cookies, she will then say, I cannot come and pick you up. Ooh. I cannot. So give her some cookies. But also you're going to get your cookies in a different way from her. That's what I'm going to... Yes, you're being a little selfish. Yeah. Also, uh, hit us up with the name of those cookies. <laughs> we want to know. I'd like to order a couple <laughs> of those myself. Um, we still like you, Jen, but reality check, a bit selfish. Yeah, share the cookie. Sh- couldn't have said it better. Share the cookie. <laughs> Close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. If you want to email us, Morgan, what's the address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. Let's go talk to Jody in Texas. Jody, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I was wondering. I was had a question for Eddie. I'm coming off of uh, being out with COVID, and I was want to know what his experience was coming back to work, and did he have any kind of feeling like other people uh, had like, any kind of reserved feelings toward him? Like judging him or scared that he was still going to give it to them? Still going to give it to him. Eddie? Yeah, I think only one person in here was the one giving me the attitude of like, oh, stay away from me. I don't want to get COVID from me. And that would be Lunchbox. Other than that, you guys were pretty good. I mean, I was out for almost a month. Mm-hmm. Like, I had no, to more. test. 40 days. I had to test negative, what, twice or something for me to come back. This was early on. I got it last July. So everybody was pretty cool except for Lunchbox. He was the only one kind of like acting like I had like bad germs. Well, and Morgan is just back after being out with COVID for a while. Do you feel like people were like, stay away, you're going to give me COVID? No, I haven't had anybody do that. Not at work or friends or anything. So, do you, do, Jody, do you feel like that's happening to you? Yes. I don't know. Right right now, I'm getting the, you know, the look, you know, like, and, and only really one person says, how are you, how are you doing? Um, the rest of them, it was like, good morning, you know, it's kinda, and, and we were very far apart. So it's not like I'm going to give it to them, you know. But anyway, I just wanted to see what kind of experience um, Eddie had and Morgan, you know, 
Do you guys have all your your taste and smell back yet? Where do you rank on both? Eddie? I'll start. Yeah, um, I never lost my taste, so that's all good. But my smell, uh, I lost it all, but I got it back. What two weeks afterwards? But I'm probably eighty percent of my smell. Like I'm just gonna be just live with the fact that I've probably lost twenty percent of it. Morgan. I got all of my taste back, and I have like 30% of my smell. Just random things. So it's slowly building back. I'm trying, yeah. Do we know if Kirk Herbstreet has his back yet? <laughs> well, he's going to be on the show this week. Okay, we'll ask him. Yeah. And he, you know, he's as big as it comes in college football. I think he thinks he's coming on to talk about college football. Uh-uh. We're like, all right, on the phone now is Kirk Herbstreet. Hey, buddy, can you taste your smell? Nope. All right, there he is, Kirk Herbstreet, everybody. Um, so do you, did you lose your taste and smell, Jody? I have no taste, no smell. Oh, no. Oh, None. Oh, and I I love my diet coke and I love my coffee and and my husband's been cooking all my anything he wants to cook and I'll eat it and it's like in your mental part you know you when you're eating it you know what you're eating but it's like there's no taste. That's wild. crazy. Weird. Weird. That's wild. So weird. All right, Jody, appreciate you calling. Hope you stay healthy and hope everybody at work treats you nice. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Bye-bye. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Congratulations to Dolly Parton. She won her first Emmy Award with her Netflix Christmas movie, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. It won Outstanding Television Movie and Outstanding Choreography for Scripted Programming. Thomas Rhett talks about his song, Crash and Burn, that Chris Stapleton wrote. When I heard him sing Crash and Burn, I was like, this isn't the sad country song singing Chris Stapleton that I've been listening to for five years. This is crazy. What is this? So I just texted Chris and I was like, hey man, I heard this song you wrote called Crash and Burn. Please let me be the first person to have it. Tim McGraw loves performing for his fans. You know, I don't get nervous when I'm doing live shows. I get really excited and just full of energy and adrenaline. To me, it's like game day. I get pretty jacked up for it. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Melanie Presley from Ohio. 33 years ago, she was 18 years old. She had a baby boy but had to give him up for adoption. So she just felt really bad the rest of her life. But well, today, she finally got to meet... Her son. He is now 33 years old, and because of 23andMe, the DNA test, he got to find out who his mom was. And he, like, got matched up with her. He reached out through Facebook, and they got to meet for the first time. That 23andMe, it's just lucky, too, that they both had done it. Yeah. Some people think you just take the test, and then it points in a direction, and you follow it to your mom. No, no, no. There has to be a database that you both have to get into. That's the crazy part is that they both have done that. That Apple tag that I have, you guys, you, know, you, you can buy three of them for like seventy bucks at yeah. the Apple Store. That literally does point to where you needed to. Point. <laughs> <laughs> like I have one on my wallet here, I keep it in there, and if I lose my wallet, it will walk me to within five feet of my wallet. Crazy, because I do that. You're gonna go find your family, but there's a different tab on that, and it walks me right to it. That's not what happened here. No, Mm-mm. they both had to be in the database. I get a new cousin every day. On that thing. So is, are they real cousins? Like third. So no, I don't consider a third cousin a real cousin. <laughs> so you could date them. Well, my oh mind boy. doesn't go there. Yes, oh you could. Well, my, I mean, if it's not your real cousin. Guys, he's married. Yeah, and. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> it, okay. well, obviously we're speaking hypothetically. I'm just curious where you stand on that. I'd stand on re- not, rather not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not comment. I don't know Move that on. I've spent a lot of time thinking about dating my third cousin. <laughs> but it's not. That's You're just like not. That even. might be a little too much blood. Okay. Oh, maybe fourth cousin. <laughs> okay, but I'm saying third might be a little too much blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eddie, good story. That's <laughs> what you. it's all about. That was tell me something good. All right, so what happened? 
So I went to the grocery store and I was getting some alcohol. I mean, a big old case of alcohol. I had the whole cart stacked up with it. You know, I was giving to some for Ray's birthday and I was going to a birthday party. So I was going to bring some alcohol and I roll up to the cashier and I put it all in the conveyor belt. Woo, woo. She scans it all. She goes, I need to see your ID. Hey, no problem. Here's my idea. ID. I'm 40 years old. And she goes, oh, sorry, it's expired. Can't sell it to you. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, yeah, it expired on your birthday back in July. I said, yeah, it says I'm 40 years old. It's not like I'm 21 years old trying to sneak my ID in. She goes, yeah, I'm not going to sell you the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, but you could have an expired 40-year-old's ID and you're only 21. Oh my, no, you look at my face. It is the exact same <laughs> face. I even yeah. held my ID up and did the smile. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is me. She goes, yeah, I agree. It's you, but it's expired. Yeah, because she can't get in trouble. So she can't get in trouble. I'm 40 years old. There is you can't get in trouble for selling a 40 year old alcohol. There's no. You can't prove you're 40. There's just an expired ID. Listen, you're mad. I understand the frustration, but that's kind of on you for not having an updated ID. If her rule is you can't sell it anymore without an updated ID. Yeah, it says valid ID is what it and says. do you think that she wants to say no? She doesn't even need to ID me, guys. I don't look like I'm 21. But she does because she might get audited by the TABC. Audited for what? Cameras. Let's yeah. see if we yeah. check this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's check and see if we checked a 40-year-old's ID. No, I am 40. You don't need to check my ID. So she refused to sell me the alcohol, and she had to fill up the basket and take it back. She <laughs> did not let me buy it. So what is, what's your next action? So my next action is I'm going to write a complaint about this cashier. Why? She was only doing her job. Yeah, why would you get her in trouble? She could have got in trouble for anybody, a 60-year-old without a valid ID. I am going to write a review saying she was rude and did not sell me alcohol when I am obviously over 21 years of age. Oh, he is a rude review person. Where are you going to put that review, buddy? Uh, I'm going to write the store and I can put it on Yelp. No. Wow. Okay, how about this? How about this? Write it. Okay. Don't send it yet. Don't Read it to us tomorrow. Yeah, we need okay. to go over it. All right. I'll write it, and I'll be honest. I'll tell the story. You know, I won't make anything up. I won't exaggerate. I will tell you exactly how it was. But do you realize also, this is just a thing, if he sends it to the company, they're going to be like, oh, wow, our employee she did gets her a job. Raise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to see it like you're seeing it. She did her job. Do you remember her name? Yep. <laughs> Are you sure? Yep. What would you do, stare to remember it? Yep. You want me to tell you? Take a picture. He probably asked her, what's your employee We don't know where it is. What's your name, (laughs) ma'am? Let's just say it starts with a J. Well, why let's just say. Okay. Yeah. And let's say it ends with an M. M and J. Oh, Oh, wow. That doesn't end with an M. Okay, tomorrow, (laughs) write the the letter. Do not submit it. It ends with an E. Are you going to do a paper letter? Or an email? I, I think email will get to them faster so they can correct well, the faster, situation. faster, yes. And I don't <laughs> in even know. In an instant, even. I, I mean, I can write it. I mean, I can send it in the mail, too. Whatever you want. Le- okay, you come up with what you think needs to happen. Okay. Tomorrow morning, we will hear what you have to say. I, you, what you're going to write. Yeah, so I'm going to suggest what they need to do. Got it. Okay. Has he gotten a new license since then, though? Like, has he been writing dirty on this thing? No. You realize that you're in the wrong, though, right? No, I'm not. It says I am can't. 40 years okay. old. I'm a man. <laughs> I am a man. But if it's expired, she doesn't know that it's valid. It's like, not it doesn't valid. matter if you, it's valid. Okay. Uh, you know what? Not a slide. Oh, I want to slip down right now. Oh, boy. We will, tomorrow, we'll catch up. Okay. okay. And then if we vote no, you, you can't send it, you don't get to send it. But if we vote yes, we support you. 
You've got to convince us with your letter tomorrow. Man, this is tough because I already got a biased jury yelling at me. Not biased. Your, biased. your ID's not right. So were you ever able to get alcohol? No. Oh. Ever? Anywhere. You couldn't go to another store and yell, I'm 40. Or your wife get it? No, I had to send my wife back to the store. Oh, she did. Okay. Here's a voicemail we got late last night. Pretty interesting. Check it out. Okay, I'm a first-time caller. I've been listening since I was in probably sixth or seventh grade. Um, now I am 28, and I just found out that I'm pregnant, and I can't tell anybody about it because it's, like, brand, brand new. So I just had to call in and tell you guys. Love you guys. Have a great day. Hmm. Huh? I mean, she didn't give her name. Legit. I agree, and I think she probably feels... A little freer because she could just tell somebody. Yeah. Nice. And by somebody, she means millions of people listening right now. <laughs> but we don't know who it is. Whoever you are, anonymous caller, congratulations. Wow. And she's been, she's 28 and she was listening in junior high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, wow. We have to, we're done on hearing that stuff. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. It's time to play the Bobby Feud. Woo! I have a 100 sided dice. Why? Closest gets to go first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amy? That's great. Uh, 36. Okay. Lunchbox? 37. Oh. That's Eddie? weird. I'll just go with one. The number is 13. So that's me. So Eddie, you'll be first. Yeah. We have a 100-sided die. It's basically a ball. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Would you get like a 20-sided die? Because this one's, it's hard. This is a hard one. Uh, Eddie, you'll go first. You okay. Ready? I'm ready. According to 2,000 Americans, these are the top 10 most recognizable logos in the United States. Can you name them? Yeah. Go ahead. All right, let's start with the most famous. It's the Golden Arches. Give me McDonald's. Show me McDonald's. You get three points for that one. All right. That's that's number three answer on the board. Uh, Next one, my wife would be very proud because she goes to this place every single day, loves it. Give me Starbucks. Show me Starbs. (laughs) Who calls it Starbs? I don't know. Mm. I see it sometimes on the Instagram. Number five, you get five points there. Okay. Usually you look up at those signs, but let's look down on this one. It's the Nike logo. Yep. Show me Nike. <laughs> That's the number four answer. All right, now I'm in trouble. Uh, okay. So three answers are off the board. There are seven left. What's the most recognizable logos in the United States? All right, I got it. This one's pretty recognizable, uh, but it's closed on Sundays. Give me Chick-fil-A. Show me oh, Chick-fil-A. Eddie, Didn't make the top ten. Amy, Eddie walked away with 12 points there. Okay. Uh, what do you have? Apple. Yep. That's really good. Show me Apple. <laughs> Number one answer. Oh. Get yourself one point. Dang it. <laughs> um, Amazon. Mm. Oh, Show me one. Amazon. <laughs> Number two answer. Get yourself two more points. Okay. Well... There we have Apple, Amazon, McDonald's, Nike, and Starbucks all off the board. Netflix. Dang. It says Netflix. It's an N. No. <laughs> it's a, isn't it, it just it, a red N? But it says Starbucks on Starbucks. No, it's the lady. Oh, yeah, you're talking she's about the emerging logo, from logo. like coffee steam or something. Yeah. But I thought Netflix was just an N. Don't. Amy, I have Netflix <laughs> down. I was going with it. Eddie, you, you missed it. Hey, you might get it right. I doubt it. She didn't. <laughs> Show me Netflix. Okay. <laughs> All right, Lunchbox. Five answers on the board. Disney. Ooh, that's good. Show me Disney. <laughs> that is the number 10 answer. Oh, so you got 10, ten points. Woo! That's Woo! great. That's the big money answer right Dang. there. Dang. Now you're in trouble. trouble. Yeah. I have like now three you're in trouble points. now. <laughs> oh, man. 
What else is huge, guys? Top 10 most recognizable logos in the United States. There are six answers off the board, four left. Yeah, my next one I have is Coca-Cola. Show me Coca-Cola. Oh. Good one. Three points. Boom! Boom! Let's go! Now what? Coke. Um, now. There, hey, there are 11 answers on the board. I have two threes here. So, oh. I don't know. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, There's still four left. Hmm. Ah, man, I don't know any other, other logos, man. Oh, man. Uh, give me what else is popular in the world, in the United States. Uh, give me Hershey's. I don't know. I don't have anything. <laughs> hey, guess. hey, it just says Hershey's. It says Hershey's on <laughs> it. I just don't I have guess. anything. I know. Show me a Hershey's. <laughs> All right, Eddie, we're back over to you. Okay. You are down a point now. You okay. have 12 total points. Mm. There are four answers still mm. on the board. I have one. <laughs> Recognizable logos. Go ahead. I'm going to go with an automobile logo. So give me the Chevy logo. Show the guy Chevy. Damn. Target. Target. Oh, oh that's so Target. Good. Show her Target. Oh, what? no. That is like the ultimate. Everybody knows that symbol. You got robbed. Box, back over to you. Uh, we we go three rounds. This is a, mm. Stupid. She said Target. No one knows Target. Dang, that's tough. A lot that? of points on the board. Six, seven, eight, and nine are all up. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. What other logos do you see all the time? I mean, give me Walmart. It says Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a logo. They have a little sun thing. Yeah, they, they have do? Sun yeah, oh, but you're right. I don't yeah. know they that. Do. Just show me Walmart. <laughs> I feel like there's some just obvious yes. ones for me. Yeah, where Chevy says Chevy. Yeah. No, it's a little cross thing. Okay. It's the last round, guys. Okay. Lunchbox is winning 13 to 12 to Dang 3. It. But there are, it. there are plenty of points here on the board. <gasps> Off the board are Apple, Amazon, Coca-Cola, McDonald's. Nike, Starbucks, and Disney. There are four logos left. These are the top ten most recognizable logos in the United States. Eddie, I'm coming over to you. Oh, my gosh. I think I just got it. Give me Michael Jordan. Give me the Jordan logo. Show me the Jordan logo. Come on. Oh, no. Bye-bye. Remember when you were laughing? Bye-bye. Amy. You need this to hop in the game here. Well, no kidding. You got to get at least two of them. Well, I don't even have one. <laughs> Adidas? Show me Adidas. What? Dang it. How did Amy, you I do that? that one, I thought that one. I was like, no, Nike's the only one. Out of all knows. the shoes? Oh. Hey, if you get the next one, you win. If you get one of the next three. There are three left. Wow. I don't even know the category, though. <sighs> Top 10 most recognizable logos in the United States. I feel like some stuff is so regional, though. And I don't know if certain places have it. It's a close one. Lunchbox 13, Eddie 12, Amy 11. Dang. Okay, 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 okay. I feel like the music is hurrying Ray keeps me. turning it up. It's like when they're p- playing someone off at the Oscars. I don't know if this is a logo. Go ahead. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I don't know. That's good. It's no. a logo. No. Show me. If you get it, you win. If you miss it, Lunchbox wins. 
Show me. Run for the border. Taco Bell. Oh. I, it's not a- NBC, the Peacock. Mm, that's Ooh. great. It's really oh. good. Um, I'll run through them and then he'll, we'll play his win song. At number six, Google. Bing. What is the logo? It changes it says all Google. the time. It says Google. <laughs> it's, it, they, they change it according to like, <laughs> like every day. things. You log in and it's... At huh. number seven, Facebook. Oh, oh, my. That's so good. We're so... Instagram. But it also, like, if you look at your app on Google... It's the that, icon. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a G. Icon, yeah. A little G, yeah. You're right. I know. And just... then at number nine is YouTube. Oh. So you guys didn't chase the tech? Well, you, I did you once went, You went after tacos? Yeah. <laughs> Hershey's? <laughs> Play the guy a song. He's a big winner there. We win, we win, no matter what. Oh. Today, Facebook, huh? Yeah, YouTube. That, that, that the Facebook one. Yeah, everybody knows so it. Dumb. The little square and then that little F. F. Yeah. Coming up in about I don't know, 15 minutes or so. The morning corny with Amy. We do it at the top of the hour. And speaking of the corny, here is Dennis from North Carolina. Hey, here's your morning corny. Why did the uh, toilet paper not be able to cross the road? It got caught in the crack. See ya. Love you guys. <laughs> See ya. There you go. Here is Ashley. Hey, Bobby. I am a gunnery sergeant in the United States Marine Corps. I just wanted to thank you for everything that you do for our servicemen and women, um, how respectful and honoring that you are of them. Um, so shout out to you and the crew. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much, and we appreciate what you do every single day for us. So thank you for that call. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Carly Pierce is from Taylor Mill, Kentucky, and so her town put up a sign. This is the hometown oh. of Carly Pierce, kind of like you have, Bobby, when people enter Mountain Pie in Arkansas. Yeah. It's the home of Bobby Bones. Well, it got put up like a week ago, and it's already been stolen. Hey, I've been there. They stole your sign once? A couple times. I came on the air about it. I was like, who's stealing my sign? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they like purposely put it pretty high up to deter people. For one, they wanted everyone to be able to see it. But then also the higher it is, the less likely it is to get stolen. But they removed the bolts, ripped it off the metal poles. Boom, took it away. Somebody's bedroom's got a pretty cool sign right now. For sure. You know, and I think somebody's bedroom probably has mine unless they just hate me. There's just no reason to hate Carly Pierce. Like, I get why people don't like me sometimes. Heck, I don't like me all the time. Well, maybe they don't. They didn't steal it because they they don't like her. They stole it because they love her. Yeah, well, when you go into Mountain Pine, Arkansas, into the town, you'll see Boyhood Home of Bobby Bones. You know, one side of the sign says Boyhood with no dash. But for some reason, when they printed the other side of the sign, it says Boy Dash Hood. Oh. And that's not how you spell Boyhood. <laughs> so I'm always... <laughs> When people will get on that side and take a picture, I never want to reshare it because I think I'm like that, that don't, that's not Guys, a good look. Who did that? Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> the, so I wish someone would steal that sign and they'd have to put up a new one that said "Boyhood Right." You know. At some point, if they keep being stolen, who pays for that? The city the or city, do you? But I no, I don't. <laughs> I think that it brings enough people by mm-hmm. that it's worth paying for that sign because a lot of our listeners yeah to there. take pictures mm-hmm. and then maybe they'll stop and get a something from the. What's little the place? restaurant there. What's the it? yum yum. The yum yum, 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 yum shop. Yum. There you go. Mm-hmm. What else you got? So Miss America is trying to modernize again. Back in 2018, they got rid of the swimsuit competition. And now they say that they're defining uh, women's wellness uh, to equal their health. Like instead of like judging them just on their beauty and their physical appearance, it's going to be based on 
wellness. Just make it a quiz show. Let's just get to where it's going to yeah, get. Yeah, no one's going to watch that. Make it a quiz show. Yeah. Well, I don't even know how they determine, like, what are they determining to equal overall health? I mean, a pageant itself seems pretty primitive. It yeah. does. But mm-hmm. if you're going to have it, why do you keep running away from it? Either have the pageant or don't have the pageant. They're still trying to have the pageant, but, like, mold But, but be as, like, woke yeah. as they possibly can. Yeah. Just don't have the pageant. Okay? If you don't like the pageant, listen, I think strutting a bunch of people up there and being like, oh, yeah, it feels a little old, mm-hmm. a little dated. I've judged Miss America once. And even, and listen. Did, yeah. It's, I shouldn't have been judging that contest. Because I was just like, I don't know, nine. <laughs> Roll a dice. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know anything. And they, yeah. It, or maybe I judged Miss USA. One of them, I was like, they should not have me judging. I would get bored. And I would be like, what? What What did she just do on stage? I don't. Um, but yeah. Okay. All right. Now I have the top sounds that will trigger a happy memory. And at number five, walking on fresh snow. That is misery. misery <laughs> yeah, it sounds like bitter That cold. makes me think, yeah. remember in 2011 when you were hosting um, with Kelly when Regis was out mm-hmm. and we got stuck in the huge 2011 New York City blizzard? That was us in Times Square. Like we were like, why is nobody out here? Why are all the taxis going away? And we decided to go to a karaoke bar and we got out. We were stranded. <laughs> um, in at number four, a crackling fireplace. Ah, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And this is supposed to do what? Make us remember it, something good? It takes good? you to a happy place, makes you feel yeah. good, yeah. yeah. Uh, three birds <laughs> chirping. Oh, love it. Mm. <laughs> Waves crashing on the beach at number two. I better hear somebody go, Woo, pig suey. That's the only thing, that's the only sound no, I need I'll to hear. Well, then that would oh. fall in this category of number one. It's pretty much any song that you love, an old song, especially if you haven't heard it in a long time. Well, woo, pig suey is not a song. What's well, a sound? <laughs> It's a chant. It's not? Like a cheer. No. It's like a cheer. It's a song. No it's song. like a, it's not like a fight song? No, no. it's not even a fight song. Mm-mm. Oh. It would be like when you guys go giggle. giggle. Aggie. Whoop. Yeah. Hey, hey, Yeah. Ay, we ay. have that. We have <laughs> no. an old song to play. No, no clip there. Okay. Is that it, Amy? Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Chris is the head custodian at Unity Grove Elementary School in Atlanta, and he walks to and from work every single day because he can't afford a car. Well, faculty saw him walking, and they're like, guys, we got to do something. They got together, and over a few months, they raised money, and they surprised him with a car! You get a car! It is a god! Oh, my stars. Thank you. Thank you. This here, I never would have dreamed of something like this. This... This is mind-blowing to me. I mean, cha- changed his life yeah. like, like that. that. And I will say this. This whole segment is about positive things happening when it doesn't seem like there are a lot of positive things happening. But there are a lot of positive things happening, especially on the, I'll call it the local level, like the, the actual human interaction level. Real life isn't like social media where everybody hates each other and screams so- political and social ideas. Real life is you walk around the street and if somebody needs help, you help them regardless of how they feel about who they voted that's for right. for president. Yeah. Like, that's real. That's person to person. Like, that's what's happening. I mean, the car thing's crazy. <laughs> I am walking out buying cars for people all the time. But it is. That's, you know, I think sometimes we start to go, well, I guess everybody just sucks. And it does feel like that. But if you take a second, think about it. If you feel somebody broken down on the side of the road. You're going to help. You're going to help them. 
you're not going to go like, I need to know uh, your vaccination status. No, and right. Who'd you your, vote for? Yeah. So that's a good example of that. Love it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Okay, it's the return of Amy's Bird Minute. Now, it's only 60 seconds, but she just wants to talk about birds all the time. Are you ready? I'm ready. This time is very precious. Yeah. 60 seconds. Let's go. And now it's time for Amy's Bird Minute. So me, along with a lot of other people across the country, had to take down our bird feeders for quite some time because there was this bird disease spreading around and we didn't want to contribute to it. Well, now we have permission to put our feeders back up. So it's been a while since I've seen my birds. I finally put my bird feeders back up. As as you know, we've talked about it. But now my birds are returning. They're coming back. But they look all beat up. I thought, oh, no. Are they suffering from the disease? Like, why do they look so bad? They used to look so pretty and their feathers so full. And now they all look like they've been in a fight. It's it's really, really bad. Their little cute mohawks are gone. 20 seconds. Well, turns out <laughs> that they are just going through molting. They're fine. They haven't been in a fight. They don't have a disease. They They like turn over their feathers it's called molting and so it just replaces worn out feathers or damaged feathers that has not and been a message <laughs> nice. but i'm letting other no, people but know that's that, but that, wasn't that, was, that was good yeah. that was a good minute molting <laughs> no but other people might be concerned about What's their my, birds what does my phone say is this 5950 but 59, when did you start 50. it the 50 is a millisecond that's right oh sorry okay, hold back. on <laughs> okay and go don't over, think, over. Don't think that's that your bird has a like just know it's it's called molting the more you know and your birds are fine they're getting their winter plumage ready okay oh thank you thank you Amy. i'm done your your lexicon of bird <sighs> verbiage mm-hmm. i'm done mulching Amazing. huh we're done talking about birds no molding molting uh, over to amy with the joke now <laughs> the morning corny what do you call a nervous javelin thrower what do you call a nervous javelin thrower shakespeare shakespeare <laughs> <laughs> That was the morning corny. If you want good service, avoid doing this stuff to your waiters or bartenders. Number one, asking for anything free. Hmm. Number two, whistle or yell to get. Oh, oh gosh. Who yeah. doesn't? They do that in Mexico. It's terrible. What do you mean? They, hey, I need you, waiter. But that's probably part of the culture there. I guess, but it's so awkward. If you do that here, <laughs> I, it's nice to wait tables. If you ever whistled at me, I, I, you wouldn't get me. I'd be like, are you kidding? Can you imagine? Hey, uh, over here. Need you. <laughs> you would do that? I do. Hey, excuse hey. And I do my like you snapping snap? fingers. Yeah, like oh, you're snapping. That's so disrespectful. Well, no, well, they're not. Pay- they're walking by. And they're not paying attention. You got to get their attention. You hey, can go. Excuse me. That's yeah. why you stick your arm out and kind of flag them down. Yeah, the arm's okay. I wouldn't hey, snap hey. though. <laughs> well, I can't snap. <laughs> or I, I, whistle. So I. Yeah. I'm asking the bartender to surprise you when ordering a drink. Ooh. I don't know, buddy. But sometimes I order mocktails. I don't say virgins anymore. It, the, it used to be I'll have a virgin version of this, but I've learned that that's not the proper way to talk to a bartender anymore because it just sounds creepy. Mm. So I'm like, can I get a mocktail? And they'll be like, well, we don't have any on the menu. What would you like? And I'm like, well, can you just do something fruity? Yeah. That's similar to that. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Um, the next one is flirt with the bartender or waiter or order more than three drinks at the same time. Oh. What? What's wrong with that? I, what's wrong with it is these are common things that bartenders and waiters say they get annoyed by, so sometimes they don't give you as good a service. Oh, just well. a PSA here. Do you know Morgan can't whistle? Speaking of whistling, <laughs> at all, I can't either. 
Really? Nope. Did you hear me try to do it? You have it a little bit. That's the best I can do. So I got two versions. I can do this version. Right there. Or I can do, I'm dry low right now. Or I can do this version. Yeah, see, that's nice. I can't do that. So I'm not a great whistler, but I can go two ways. Let me hear your whistle, Eddie. My best whistle? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you're just blowing air out. That's Al- it. Almost. You're almost there. Yeah, see? Hey, Cabby. Morgan, let me hear you. <laughs> you're no, no, it doesn't nothing goes down. I don't know how to do it. Are you really trying? I really am. Like, I swear, I'm really trying. I feel like she's just doing the S on Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> like snake. <laughs> you guys can't whistle, huh? Uh, no. And, and people have been trying to tell me how to do it for years. I'm like, I can't do it. And it's tough because someone can't grab your tongue and actually <laughs> yeah, make it. Exactly. <laughs> I, I always envy people, though, who could go, Rrrr! Oh, when like they put their fingers one, in there? Yeah. 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 That's so cool. So sometimes I put my fingers in my mouth and just go, <laughs> You act like if, your fingers yeah, are doing no thing. <laughs> Do you think you know how tall country stars are? I think I have a general idea. Over, under, six foot. Ready? I'll just Ready. list them off. Luke Bryan. Over. Over, yeah. They they only list Luke at 6'1". He's taller than that. Yeah. Oh, he's so tall. Yeah. Uh, Brad Paisley. <laughs> under. Why'd you laugh, Eddie? Because he's way under. <laughs> he's a low guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brad Paisley's 5'9". Yeah. Okay. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Over, under, six feet tall. I feel like the cowboy hat kind of throws you off, so I'm going to go based on times he's been in a baseball hat, and I think it's under. Ooh. Does anyone think Tim McGraw is six foot tall? No. No, no he's under. Oh, you guys all think he's yeah, under? Yeah, he's yes. under. Wow. Oh. Uh, Tim McGraw is five feet ten. Ooh. Yeah, close. Aldine? Wow. Hmm. Tricky. That's he might a tough be right one. at it. I feel like he's right at it. He's no six- one's right at it, right, Bones? Bobby no is. One on, uh, no, 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 I mean in the list. Oh, but you're six foot. Sometimes you say you're six foot. Let me tell you what happened here. We go out, Kayla and I go mountain biking, and they say, hey, list your height. So I list six foot one, right? <laughs> because you're wearing hiking shoes. No, just because I just listed it because I like to list it. I just list it because I'm in shoes. And so she goes, you're not six one. Why'd you write that down? I said, "Who? what's it going to hurt? What's it going to hurt that I write down on this? Because we had to uh, get mountain bikes from this place we were staying. And so I get it. And we get over to the uh, place, and they drive us over there, and we start riding the mountains. And I'm like, the guy's like, hey, I think that the bike's just slightly too tall for you. And I'm like, oh, I hope Caitlin didn't hear that. <laughs> and I, he's like, can you put your feet down? He goes, it's just like an inch too tall, man. Let me fix that. And he goes, he goes that, that's it right there. And I, I look back, and she's like, uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. <sighs> you're six foot. Because I'm, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so Jason Aldean. Yeah. I think he's, um, I think he's, ooh, he wears a cowboy hat, too. And boots. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He and does a lot of tiptoeing. Okay, well, <laughs> he's then he's not six foot. He, Jason Aldean is six foot two. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. You don't think he is? No way. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow, I would not have thought that. Why? Because he just doesn't seem six. I mean, he's not taller than Luke based on that list. And I feel like yeah, he's come in here and I think he's shorter than that. You huh? do. Yeah. I wonder if he filled it out, kind of like you did. Yeah. <laughs> He sent this to me last night in email. Yeah. Hey, man, do this bit. Uh, Jimmy Allen. Yeah. Six foot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Jimmy Allen, by the way, when he was walking into the rehearsal space on Dancing with the Stars, they would always take pictures of people, but they had shields on to not reveal their identity for the first week or so. And people kept 
let's saying this is a pro football player. We can't figure out who it is because oh, wow. he's so buff. But Jimmy Allen is five foot ten. Oh. Mm-hmm. What about Dave Haywood of Lady A, the smaller one of the two? He's not six foot. Ooh, you oh. know what? He could be. It's just that Charles is so tall that Dave may look smaller than he is. Is that? Is it an illusion? Dave Haywood, the smaller of the two. I think he's six foot. He's six two. Woo! Yeah, he's crazy. He's a couple inches taller than I am. Yeah. But because Charles Kelly's six foot seven, <laughs> yes. it's just a weird deal. Yeah. Um, I'll give you one more. Taylor Swift. She's five ten. Five eleven. Okay. Well, wow, five eleven. That's tall. Really tall. Yeah. Jay Owen. He's six foot something. Yeah. Six two. George Strait. He's under. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Little little guy. Love you, George. All right, what's the story? So my friend recently went out with a guy that she met on a dating app, and she really likes him. But it came up in conversation on the first date that he has a gaming chair and a headset, and that he was super excited because in a recent weekend, he got to game for eight hours or play, I don't know, whatever he was playing for eight hours. And she just doesn't know... If she, this is like a red flag or if she should be okay with this. She's never dated a gamer and she's feeling weird about it. First of all, it is not a red flag in any way whatsoever. If you have a game, you should probably have a headset and you should hopefully have a chair. To be comfortable. I have all of that. I don't usually go eight hours. But if I had a free weekend and I could play a couple here, a couple there, it's not a big deal at all. As long as you're not, you know, neglecting other important things. It's just a hobby. Yeah, she likes everything else about him, but she's just very Not a red turned flag. off by the gaming. Don't be, and that's unfair. Okay. That's completely unfair. Well, that's why she came to me. She and wanted I'm glad, to know. And, and I'm going to tell her right now. Yeah. It's it's really unfair. He sounds cool to me. I like him. I'd, I'd game with him. Me too. I'm going to want to hang out with a dude. <laughs> I mean, what if he's out fishing for eight hours and on a Saturday? Yeah, that's no different. Is he worried that she's No, she would probably think that's hot. addicted to fishing? No, what if he has pro- a fishing chair that he likes to sit <laughs> on? That's <laughs> true, and a headset he wears. Exactly. While he's always <laughs> throwing... Oh, it, yeah. it is not a red flag. It, I've been playing Madden a bit. The new Madden came out, so I'll play. And I'll, I'll tell Caitlin, I say, hey, I'm going to go play Madden with my friend in Arkansas. And she's like, okay. Go away, I play. About an hour, I come back. Next night, I'm going to go play Madden with my friend in Arkansas. She's like, okay. She goes, hey, who's this friend in Arkansas? It's my friend Quinn, who's like 53. Or, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's your friend? Yeah. You met like, him online? No. Oh, no. Uh, that'd be silly. No, Amy, I thought so too. I was like, oh. No, no, no. He, I met him. Oh, he was a quarterback for Arkansas a long time ago. Oh. Does the Razorback Daily Podcast. Oh, Quinn, Quinn, Quinn Grove. Grove. Grove yes. Yeah, I've heard of him. But talk about him. to be absolutely fair, the NBA 2K little league we used to play in, Eddie yeah. and myself, I just got on Twitter one night and was like, hey, anybody out there want to play with us and get on our team? And a kid goes, I do. And so we played with him for a year and a half. We met him at the show the other now night. Now we say kid. He's in college. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw you yeah. post a picture yeah. of him. He, he was came to the show. Fest. First time we ever met him. He's our boy. Andrew. He's our guy. In he person. came in. I hugged his neck. I was like, dang, dude, I've talked to you for hours. Yep. I ain't never met you before. Like, Did you know what he looked like or was it yeah. the first time you saw him? I follow him on Instagram. That is so weird. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. So there's cool things that happen exactly. when you game. Okay. I'll tell her. Yeah. And I'll find out his this guy's info. You know her. You may want to game with him. I don't know. She just was. I only play Madden. I don't, well, I don't know the, what he plays. I don't play the shooting games. Okay. I suck. <laughs> That's the only reason you don't <laughs> yeah, play it. I suck. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. An 11-year-old girl in Florida helped save a puppy's life after a house caught fire over Labor Day weekend. Mackenzie Jenkins was sitting on a swing Saturday evening 
She heard barks and she spotted smoke coming from a neighbor's home. She quickly called 911. She told dispatchers what she saw. Firefighters got there. They knew to search for the dog because the 11-year-old girl was like, I swear to you, I hear a bark in there. There's a there's wow. a bark because there were no people, but they found the dog, which mm. they said they wouldn't have even known was in there had she not given them very accurate information. That's wow. cool. Lunchbox likes to call 911. Do you get jealous of people? Yeah, that- I do. When they call 911 and they get a story about them, it's yeah. just like, guys, I call 911 for so many things, and the news never even shows up. But you get to tell your story on the radio. I understand that, but that's still not the same as news coverage. Because I told on the the radio, and you guys are like you're an idiot. You shouldn't have called nine one one. That's no, just that's, us. But that's no, also actually, not true. You've done it before. <laughs> you, uh, of the thirteen times you've done it, I think two of them we've been like, "Nice job, buddy." You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, that's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. We are here. If you'd like to call, reach out, talk. Our phone number is eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby eight seven seven. 77 B O B B Y. Bobby's Big Stories. I'll start with some sad news. Cole Swindell's mom, Carol, has died. Oh, no. He shared the news on social media without offering any details. I mean, I saw it on his Instagram story. I had talked to him the night before, and I, I didn't know she was sick. I don't know what happened. Um, so it was just him flying in the clouds, and he said he's going to miss her so much. He said, took this. On the flight home to Georgia this afternoon, lost my sweet mom today. I know she's up there. Going to miss her so much. Love y'all. So, uh, sad news about Cole Swindell's mom. Gosh, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos, who is the Amazon guy, might be buying the Denver Broncos. And by the way, he could buy every NFL team and still have almost $90 billion left. Wow. He could just buy the league and play like rock'em, sock'em robots. That wouldn't be fun for us, though. He'd own all the teams. That's crazy. <laughs> Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is rumored to be highly interested in purchasing the Denver Broncos. The world's richest man would hardly even flinch at the price of $4 billion. Hmm. I mean, that's what the team's valued at, $4 billion, which is about 2% of his net worth. Or it would be like if an average American family spent $2,500. Oh. Wow. Oh, I would do that. For the Broncos? Would yeah. You pay $2, $2, bucks right now? I'm, I'll buy it today. <laughs> Who would you start a quarterback, though? That's the question. <laughs> that's, in Denver a, right that's a tough one. Do you one. have a say in that if you're the owner? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, I, did, I thought, like, you let the coaches decide. Depends no. on who the owner is. If you're Jerry Jones, <laughs> I knew not, not so much. Some owners are pretty hands-off. Some are extremely hands-on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a study finds that riding a Peloton is not harmful to your private parts. Well, yours, though, kind of. Mine wasn't a Peloton. Mine was a mountain bike. Oh. Yeah. Well, Okay. Neither stationary bicycle, and, and I was hitting like rocks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Neither stationary bicycle or distance of ride showed any notable negative effects to a person's private parts. I mean, there's numbness and saddle sores, but those healed fine without any adverse effects. This is good for Peloton because this has been all bad news for Peloton. That's true. Mm-hmm. First of all, they got, you got to put codes on crap so dogs don't get killed. You got to, you know, ki- there's just kids. Mm-hmm. Their stock prices went down because gyms are opening back up. Yeah. So, you know, your nads are okay. <laughs> there is that. And you watch their, their stock price goes, goes back up. All right, that's your news. Thank you, guys. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Let's go over and talk to Jeremy in Ohio. He's calling because earlier Amy was talking about a friend of hers. She's thinking about dating this guy, but he mentioned he plays video games. And then once he played for eight hours. And I was, I was like, that's not, a, that's not a red flag. But Jimmy is on. Jimmy, go ahead. What's up, buddy? Morning, Bobby. Morning, Morning studio. Morning. Morning. 
Yeah, I'm. I have a full time job and a wife and kids, and you know, Friday and Saturday night, so I, I play eight, ten, twelve hours on Friday or Saturday night. Like to- they added up to that over the days. Uh, that's just one day total. Okay. My comparison, it's not fair for you to judge. It isn't because if someone wanted to go fishing and they were gone for eight hours. Or if they wanted to drive an hour and play golf, that's a six, seven hour day. There's no difference. Okay. As long as you're not neglecting something, there is no difference in what that eight hours is doing. If your kid's not eating or you don't have any groceries in the fridge, that's a problem. I agree. But you're being judgmental. I am a little bit. I'm like, whoa, Friday night. So on Friday night, he does eight hours. Then on Saturday again, he gets in another eight hours. Where does he get the... Are you talking to Jimmy? Ask him. Yeah, I don't Jimmy. know. You're asking yeah, me. There. I don't know. Jimmy's right here. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy, where do you get the eight hours on a Friday night? You know, I, I work throughout the week and spend time with the wife and kids, and uh, we just, I don't know, we have an, just a mutual understanding, and the kids and wife will come and spend time with me while I game, or if I take a few minute break, I go hang out with them, and I just, that's what I do with, with friends from work. I've met some people from across the United States, you know, I've, I'm from Ohio, I've actually went out to Oklahoma to meet some friends that I found online. After a couple of years of meeting them. Okay. I would laugh at that, but I just happened to meet like two weeks ago <laughs> with our friend Andrew that we played with basketball in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Jimmy, I'm on your side. I think it's, you know, the it's like uh, judging people for being on a dating app. Now mm. you don't do that because it's so common. But, yeah. ba- but uh, two years, three, five years ago, you're like, I can't believe you met someone online. That's now judging people for playing video games. Because mm. video games aren't, it's not Donkey Kong, you know. So, Jimmy, thank you for calling. Sometimes you just got to tell Amy. Yeah, no, thank you, Jimmy. I'm not judging you. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You did. You no. literally just did it I know. I'm asking <laughs> no, you. No, 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 you did. I'm you curious literally where just he judged. Fa- no, yes. I don't want to. We heard you mid-judge. Okay. Well, then I'm very sorry. I don't want to come across as judging. I just was confused where he got the time and then, you know, if this has ever caused issues in his marriage. Jimmy, thank you, buddy. Yeah, go fishing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you said, but I agree. <laughs> I'm going to go fishing now. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lily in Florida. Lily is on the air. Thank you for calling. What's going on? Hey, Bobby, this is Lily calling from Parrish, Florida. I called and talked to you like in April and said, hey, did Raimondo ever get them $50,000 he was supposed to get for Trump winning? And you said, I don't know. I better ask him. And Raimondo said, I'm guaranteed to get the money on July 2. And I'll let everybody know when I get the money on July 2. So did it happen? Did he get the money? Ray, did you get paid for that bet? No, I didn't. I have not received it yet. You're never getting it. I mean, you can say that, but I really do no, strongly no, no. think I you, will. You're never getting that money. <laughs> you I bet just, on some offshore website, you hit, and now they don't want to pay you. Nah, it's it's going to get paid out. It has to. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. No. Said, you July bet, 2nd, guaranteed. You made the bet over four years ago. You should have been pe- paid the day that Trump won. Right. Okay. Then you should have been paid the day that Trump was inaugurated in. Mm-hmm. You didn't. Correct. Then you said oh, he's got to serve his full term, which was not one of the stipulations in the bet. It was just what he win. And then he served all four years. You should have been paid. You didn't. It's been almost a year. I agree with you. But some people will tell you, they win poker online. It takes forever to get paid Five out. years? <laughs> Ooh. No. And what people? I'd like to interview one of them. <laughs> um, Lily, he's never getting it. You know, it kind of reminds me of, I watch Dr. Phil all the time and all these old women who think they're going to find the love of their life and they're sending hundreds of thousands of dollars to these 
notes to these scammers mm-hmm. in different countries. So I think that's probably what happened to him. Ray, you got got. I mean, you can say that. I don't. We think are saying that. Boy. We can. We well, are. He, he's holding on to some hope. Um, but I'm telling There's him, no it's hope. been five years. Yeah. It's been five years. He's not getting paid. So Hey, thank you, Lily, for bringing that to our attention. Well, okay. oh. um, you know, I talk to my daughters all the time and, and wonder if they've heard anything. So I'm glad you got that all cleared up for me. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too, Bobby. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Let's play voicemail number three. Morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. I just want to know if you can sing the Tuesday song, please. My son and I love it. We love listening to you on the way to school and the way to work. Hope you have a great day. We don't normally do the Tuesday song on the radio show. We normally do the Tuesday song on the post show. Yeah. But we could probably do the Tuesday song on the uh, radio show. This is a song that, I mean, I probably wrote six or seven years ago that was so dumb we never recorded. I mean, it was so dumb. It's about Tuesday because everybody thinks Tuesday sucks. So I wanted to write a positive song about Tuesday. <laughs> Thought it was so terrible. Then we started singing it, and then it kind of has a cult following. So We're doing it now? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay. We never do it live on the show. Right. You guys know when to come in? Yeah, come on. All right, here yes. we go. The best day of the week, you all know it's my time. So I made a song about Tuesday, so happens it rhymes. The lowest number of crimes is super bingo at nine. I don't know how you do your Tuesday, this is how I do mine. The sun comes up, there's a smile on my mouth. Why? Because I love Tuesday, is the first thing I shout. Free Zumba this morning and every Tuesday at five. I got my spandex on, it's time to head to the Y. Tuesday, HOA Tuesday, housewife's gone booze day. I'm just talking about Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Is my recycling on the curb as I drive off? Yup, my recycling's on the curb. I mean, Fridays are fine because they're casual and all. But I'm always more productive on my Tuesday conference call. My after work plans. I got my spray tan. I'm drinking lemon water out of me some cayenne. Pebbles and Bam Bam. I'm watching C-SPAN. And then it's two for one at Sonic with the Coney in each hand. I say Tuesday. H-O-A Tuesday. Housewife's going Tuesday. I'm just talking about Tuesday. Okay, we're rough, we're rough. We're up. You guys won't really give me the support I needed. Man. You're coming in wrong places. Oh, come on. I'm telling you. He bl- that's what he does. What? He blames it on us. Oh, well, Eddie, you did mess I- up. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, I did. All right, there you go. That wasn't the full one, but uh, we rarely do it live, and there's mm-hmm. the reason right there. You have a woman who says she hasn't slept in 40 years, which would sound impossible. And, w- and I struggle with sleep a lot of times. I woke up this morning at like 2, just couldn't go back to sleep. So, like, I get it, kind of, for a couple hours, but not 40 years. She claims her sleeping issues started when she was just 5 years old. She's 45 now. And her claim is she hasn't slept since she was 5 years old. She's gone to doctors. They're baffled by the fact that her nervous system appears normal, even though she's gone sleepless. No one has ever seen her sleep. Her family backs it up. They did a sleep study on her, but she did not sleep. They found that after 16 hours, her monitor, even though she was awake, showed at light to moderate sleep. Oh. But she was talking to her husband. Hmm. That led experts to conclude that she was able to sleep while awake. Weird. Whoa. How amazing. How productive could you be if you could sleep while being awake? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a fantasy. What? <laughs> That's what no. you That's want. the kind of stuff that I fantasize. <laughs> if I could sleep while being awake, if I could still get stuff done... Mm. I Your wonder, fantasy is my nightmare. Oh my goodness! You I wonder want, if she remembers like what she did when she was sleeping. I believe so. Yeah, I don't wow. think it's like complete sleepwalking. It's not, yeah, because she's not. They do compare similarly what's happened in the brain to sleepwalking, 
but the, but it's not the same thing. Crazy. She hasn't slept in 40 years, which is wild. <sighs> Does she look tired? I you know, I didn't she, see her eyes. Yeah, okay, okay. I wonder if she has like bags <laughs> under her eyes. She has any bags. Uh, Jessica in Baton Rouge is on the phone right now. We're talking about dating red flags. You know, is playing video games a big dating red flag? Uh, Jessica, you're on. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Um, so with everything with the whole red flags and gaming, um, I do not think that it's a red flag. Like he had said, about as long as like your responsibilities are taken care of. Uh, my boyfriend, uh, we've been together for over two years, and he's a gamer. Um, he also has a, a really high-stress job, so he's an arborist, so he deals with like cutting down trees and stuff. Um, so, But he uses gaming as a way to de-stress. Um, so there are times where he'll go six to eight hours and he'll play video games, but he doesn't neglect any of his responsibilities. He doesn't even like exclude me while he's playing video games. He has like you know an ear open so that if, you, if we were to talk, you know things like that. So I don't think it's a red flag Thank as you. long as he can take care of his responsibilities. I agree with that. I, I do stress about playing Madden now. Totally. I don't know about de-stress. I just don't think about the things I think about all day. That would be de-stressing. I guess. I don't really chase de-stress. Caitlin tells me that I live in a life of constant stress, so I don't even know when I'm stressed. Yeah. But it's the only time where I just completely am zoned in on something other than just going schedule, work, pressure, schedule, where I'm just like, all right, third and three, I want to hit that crossing <laughs> route. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for the call. Late last night, we got this voicemail from Lydia. I have a 19-month-old. I'm currently nine months pregnant, and my husband's in the Navy and away most of the time. And so at the end of the day, I usually have a sink full of dirty dishes that I have to do, and I am just super tired. But I turn on your podcast and listen, and before I know it, my dishes are done, and I've actually enjoyed standing there and listening to y'all while doing them. So I just wanted to call and say thanks for being super entertaining and like a room full of friends. Love you guys. Thank you very much. And tell your husband we said thank you for serving. We do have a full podcast that goes up of all five hours we're on the air. We also do a secondary podcast most mornings, The Post Show. Yesterday on The Post Show, I was talking about that spot on my body that's in between your privates, the the bone. And I was like, it's sore from mountain biking. And we couldn't figure out the name of it. Uh, We have Sadie on in Pittsburgh because she is a nurse. Now, Sadie, remember, we're live here on the radio. We don't want to say anything. that, that Get that button ready. Yeah. So, But what would you like to say, Sadie? Well, first of all, good morning, Bobby, and good morning, studio. Morning. And so it is a kind of a tricky word, but it's pronounced perineum. Well, what did I say? So a perineum so is kind of what you said, and I'm eh. pretty sure that's a flower. Yeah, oh, I'll do. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know the name of it. Here's the thing. By the way, much respect, Sadie, before I say what I'm about to say. <laughs> you. She, I like that she called and said, this is what it is. But for the most part, never make, and she's not making fun of me, but never make fun of somebody who pronounces something weird because they only read about it, right? They just didn't hear it. So a lot of times when someone says something wrong, it's because they just haven't heard it said. Like they've actually read about it, but until you hear it, like we, I needed Sadie to help me here to say perineum. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. it. What is it? Perineum? It's a perineum, but like most of the part of nursing is education because you have to educate everybody. So mm. I was just giving you a little bit of education, and that's whenever you go into your doctor if you want to get help with the situation. I just wouldn't call it a perineum. I, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not injured. I, it's just sore. I was calling it my vagina bone, mm. which, appa- right. which apparently is not right either. But my point is, we do a whole second show on the podcast. Go search for the Bobby Bone Show. Uh, thank you, Sadie and. 
Man, you got a heck of a job you're doing there, nursing. <laughs> That's crazy right now. That's crazy. Yes, All right. Thank you. Bye, Sadie. Bye. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Uh, top three songs in country music this week. At number three, it's Luke Bryan Waves. Because you were made for summer just like these stars we're under were made for lighting this July. At number two, Lainey Wilson, Things a Man Ought to Know. Yeah, I know a few things a man ought to know. And number one is Thomas Rhett, Country Again. And it feels good to be country again. And the number one pop song. The Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber stay. Our phone screener, Abby, is in the studio. Abby, how are you today? Uh, we're pretty good. Uh, Abby, how are you today? Your mic wasn't on. You can it's on. Okay, I'm good. Now it is. Thanks. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Um, you had sent me a note, and you were like, hey, can you help me out with this dating situation? Yes. What's happening in your world where you're getting pre-rejected? Okay, so, like, you know how when you go on a first date, it's just drinks or, you know, coffee or something like that. And so, like, I talk, we've been talking for two or three hours. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Like, I see a connection. So, this could go somewhere. So, you go on a first date? Yeah. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, at the end, we're like, oh, I'd like to see you again, you know, and we kind of make plans. And he's like, I'd like to take you to dinner. And so, this happened last This has happened on several occasions, actually. That's why I'm like, what is happening? So, this last one, we had planned on Monday to go on a Thursday, okay? And I was really excited. And he was like, I'll pick you up. And I was like, okay, ooh, this is, yay, this is good. This is official. <laughs> um, and so, Wednesday night, okay, he texts me and he's like, hey, so... I don't think it's a good idea to go out with you. Um, I actually met someone before I met you and um, she wasn't responding to me for like three weeks. So I figured she wasn't interested, but it turns out there was just a miscommunication or a phone issue and she actually is. So I want to try it with her instead. So oh, sorry. Okay. That's one instance. Yes. But, but that's happened, her, but that's happened okay. again. It has happened the again. The same thing. Yeah. It's always like, I'm always just like the alternate, <laughs> you know, uh, like they, they pick the one that they met first and then come up with a reason why they would rather see them instead of me. Weird that they're telling her that, huh? Well, they're like, just being yeah, honest. Yeah, that's a ghosted. Yeah. Like yeah. why say all that stuff? <laughs> I mean, well, I, I commit, I, it's tough. Listen, you haven't met the right person yet. That's what it comes down yes. to. Do you really want to be with somebody that would do that to you anyway? <laughs> no. I mean. But know. I get so excited. You I know. know. I'm like, oh, okay. How, what, are you on apps? Is that how you're meeting guys? Yes. Which one? Bumble. And and, that, and that's the one where you get to reach out first mm-hmm. if you match, right? Yes. And so you you send a guy a message. You're like, hey, I'm Abby. I just don't think I'm good at that. You don't think you're good nope. at that? Nope. I'm just saying the same thing. I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? <laughs> That's really good. Oh, hey, how are you? I need another line. You got an idea? What's a first date like, though? You go and you have coffee. You you sat for two hours with this guy. Yeah, it was like two or three hours. I feel like he knows everything about me. I'm like, okay, now he just like now he's with. Do you do do you do that a lot though, where you just dump everything out immediately? That's the problem. He is asking me. No, no, no. But but do you do that a lot where you walk and you're like, all right, here's my bucket of stuff. Boosh. All out on the table. (laughs) Oh, maybe. Yeah, that could be it. I just answer the questions he asks. Mm -hmm. You know, just like, where are you from? We all, you know. And then where do you start with that? Like, do you answer, well, I'm from Wichita, Kansas. (laughs) I was born in 19. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Let's do some self-evaluation here. What do you think the problem is? Why do you think you keep getting rejected right before a second date? It's probably because I'm like too eager and they know. I guess you have to play games is what I hear. They're like, you have to play hard to get. And I'm like, I'm not good at that. I just want to, you know, 
just if I want to talk to you, I'll talk to you. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to wait five hours to respond. So he thinks I'm not interested. On the surface, it is easy to go, well, games are stupid. And I wouldn't even call it a game. But if someone is overeager, you're like, why are they over? What, what's the deal here? Are they <laughs> are they crazy? Are they coming no. out? You do wonder a lot. <laughs> like, no. So it's not a game. Yeah. You don't have to wait five hours, but I would encourage you to keep some stuff closer to the vest. Mm-hmm. You know, keep them on their toes. Do you yeah. like them? They let, they don't know. Make them, you know, it is a bit of cat and mouse early in dating. But that's what dating is. Dating's a whole game until you figure out you don't you want to play that game forever with somebody. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you to just not go, okay, we're not going to have a three-hour first date. Mm-mm. Way no. too long. I mean, you're talking about, especially <laughs> okay. if it's like coffee or drinks, it's 45 minutes. Oh. It's an hour. That's it. Because you got somewhere you got to be, and you tell them that beforehand. Like, hey, I have an hour I can give you, and then I got to go, because, and then you don't tell them where you're going. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, what, what, does she have another date? It's none of his Ooh. business. Ooh. But don't that's consider good. it a game. That's just what dating is, until you figure out that's the person. Because it doesn't matter if it's dating or if it's a well, work situation. If someone's overeager, and they're just like, Oh, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I don't feel comfortable because something's not, something's not right. So let me encourage you to do that. I like how I just admitted that. Just, just a quarter pump on the brakes. Okay. <laughs> you're a lovely person. You're okay. fun to be around. You have a great attitude. You're funny. Pump the brakes a little bit. Okay. Stepping on the brakes. Like Bobby, you're saying like if the guy texts her, does she wait like an no, hour? No, then text back. Oh, that's good. You don't have to do that crap. But don't be texting them all the time. Hey, what are you doing? How's uh-huh. it going? Yeah. Don't text don't them at do all. Don't I don't t- do that. Text them occasionally if you want to. But just don't go overboard. Maybe that's that. Maybe that's the problem. On this last one, I didn't. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to message him at all. And then he never messaged me. <laughs> so that wasn't the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Dating okay. is one. It's this. It's this. Constantly until it's not anymore. Okay. I'll take a break for a while. No, 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 no. breaks. That's we the wrong. No, this. you got to work at this. Yeah, this okay. is gonna take uh, pr- practice for you because it's not it's not coming naturally to you. So you're gonna have to just maybe try it out a few times, see how it feels. Take the power back. Okay. How is your profile? Pretty good. You like it? Yeah. Good I think pictures. So. What do you say in your profile about you? So I just say what all I like to do. I like to hike, run, sing. You know, go to concerts, travel, be active. Mm-hmm. So just like honest about me, and then I say I'm obsessed with Chipotle, mm-hmm. and that I like Happy Gilmore. Like those are the prompts, you know. So Happy Gilmore is strong because it's odd. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. quirky, and guys like it. And they'd be like, I mean, that's an easy thing for them to talk about. Mm-hmm. Do you ever go for a hike on a first date? Um, I have actually. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not a three-hour one. <laughs> no, <laughs> no more three hours. Okay, this one is hour. this is the homework I'm going to give you. Okay. Ooh. You just got to pump the brakes 25%. <laughs> so no. go on more dates. Uh-huh. Don't do anything over an hour. Even if it feels perfect. Hey, Elson, I've got to go. Do you know the guy's going to be like, she's got to go? Why Why she got to go? I thought, this was, I thought it was, then he, it's going to be on him. Oh, okay. Like what, he's going to be like, what did I do? Do that. Work on that a little bit and we'll catch up soon. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, you are a prize. Yes. Don't think that you're not a prize. Oh, thank you. Okay? (laughs) Yeah. That's so nice. Well, you you are. That's all. Okay. Guys, go go hit her up. Oh, geez. (laughs) There they come. You hear them? Yep. yep. (laughs) You're just Abby on Bumble? (laughs) There's not really an at thing. 
That's it. That's how removed Amy. Amy's like, what's your screen name on Bumble? What's your handle? <laughs> okay, Abby, thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys can hit us up too if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Slidell, Louisiana. A 47-year-old man's walking through a parking lot. A Tesla's backing up and boom, it hits him. He falls on the ground, calls 911. I got neck injuries. I got a back injury. They send paramedics. And then then the only problem is Tesla's record everything and it shows him walking and just jumping on the ground. Never hits him. (laughs) Didn't hit him. Doesn't hit him. Who knew that Tesla's recorded everything? (laughs) That is unbelievable. Dude, I mean, the video is hilarious. I was in an SUV the other day. We went and rode mountain bikes. Caitlin and I did. And this is how cool cars are with technology now. And I'm not sure what kind of SUV it was, but the bike is on the back of the car but the car for a second thought the bike was a person and it's boom, stopped. And then it realized it wasn't. But it had some kind of sensor on this SUV that we were in that recognized that bike shouldn't be there. And it goes, boop, and just stops. Nice. Oh. And then it had another sensor to say, oh, that's just a bike. We're okay. <laughs> it had a, no, it just stopped. And so you, then you get, as the human, get to make the decision oh. do you want to keep running over that thing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice of the car. But I thought, yeah, the Tesla records everything. Yeah. The video of the guy, I saw it too. It's like he t- it's like in soccer when they flop. Oh, no. that's what I. <laughs> Faker. Yeah, he like flopped it. All right, is that it? <laughs> yeah. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> There's a rapper named Dan Sir, which I wonder is like dancer, but he now has gold chains for hair. He had the gold chains surgically implanted into his head. Wow. That's pretty cool. Like, I would never do that. So, like, dreadlocks, but they're gold chains? <laughs> yeah. And they're permanent. That's cool. And I wouldn't do it, nor would I be friends with anyone that would do it, but it's cool to see. Like, everybody's doing experimental stuff. You're getting tattoos places. Your eyeballs are getting switched out. You got to <laughs> put ears on your nose. I mean, these rappers are doing crazy stuff, but I have not seen anyone put gold. Wow. I mean, you got diamonds in teeth. Yeah. Like, all this stuff's crazy. Who's the guy with the diamond in the forehead? Lil Uzi Bird. Lil, Lil yeah. Uzi Bird. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. But I love this guy. I don't even know what kind of... <laughs> A 23-year-old Mexican rapper claims to be the first rapper in human history to rock an assortment of gold chains as hair. Quote, the truth is I want to do something different because I see that everyone dyes their hair. I hope not everyone copies me now. I don't think so. No. Mm. That's quite the commitment. Not in like big numbers. I mean, you can do hair jewelry. You just braid it in. You don't have to get it surgically implanted. (laughs) You can just have it put in. Yeah, my daughter put it in actually for your wedding. She put in hair jewelry into her braids and it looks so cute. I had Mike D listen to his music to see if we could play any of it. Most a lot in Spanish too. Let's go. Um, we can't because oh. it's all about it's cursing and lots of sex and drugs. Oh, oh. but yeah. it but in Spanish. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if you can hear it. Ching cling cling, like when he's recording, <laughs> like a wind chime. You know, if it gets gusty near him. You guys have a great day. We will see you on tomorrow's show. Kirk Herbstreet is on tomorrow from ESPN College Game Day, which he's such a likable guy, but also he's had taste and smell gone for almost a year. Like since last December. And so we'll talk about that too. Which, that's what I'm really interested <laughs> that's what in. That's really what we want like, to talk about. <laughs> hold on. I would just talk to him about college football, but this is not the show for that. No. But um, no taste, no smell for almost a year. It's crazy. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones.